previously on whatever this podcast is called. <laughs> I don't know. There's still a chance that uh, scrolls will be part of this or uh, pre- uh, later things. I don't know if you've seen this since. I know we talked yes. last week about I thought the we had that as an article, too, uh, that what you're about to tell us. The, there's a fourth <laughs> scroll that is unaccounted for. Oh. Did you? I didn't think about that. So you've had to see Captain Marvel by now, or you didn't want to see it. So <laughs> in Captain bad. Marvel, <laughs> when the scrolls come out of the ocean, when they land on Earth, there's four of them. Mm-hmm. Um, two like Talos, I think is his name. Yeah, yeah. Looks at one of the other ones and says, "I've already got this body." Like when he uh, sees this girl come out of the water. Did we account for the one that poses Coulson dying, and we accounted for the science guy, who's kind of the comic relief, and we accounted for Talos. But there's a fourth scrawl that they never even told us what happened to beyond the ocean scene. Wasn't he the one that died? On the that, table. So that was the that was the one that posts Coulson. Okay. So that the one that died on the table, the uh, the comedy science guy, and Talos is only three. Hmm. There's a fourth one out there, and so now the watch again think about that. The internet is like full of theories of like when Fury dies, like later on, mm-hmm. he may have actually died, and then the Fury from that point on is that scroll. Is a scroll. And that scroll like has been hiding on earth just not as a villain necessarily so they're and and they uh feige i think i think it was feige somebody either feige or somebody who had to do with captain marvel had mentioned like they also want to explore kind of what i had mentioned before about like the scrolls there's there could be bad ones and good ones and stuff so like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of options there but there is a scroll that's unaccounted for they just kind of left yeah i'd read an article and unfortunately i don't have it in my list here and by the way i'm going to drop all articles in our uh notes later so if you guys want to check them out but uh i'd read an article like what you were talking about last week or the week before i can't remember that uh <laughs> i think it was feige saying hey not all scrolls are necessarily representative of this group mm-hmm. or this or that it, it's interesting because it's a very uh modern political message and that's all i'm gonna say without getting too oh, controversial <laughs> i was gonna say the the ending of it uh of uh, endgame hopefully is not ant-man crawling up thanos's butt like all the memes i've seen in the last uh, month funny. <laughs> you know it's really silly i just typed in google what happened to the fourth scroll mm-hmm. and an article came, article came up saying um provide some answers where the heck did the fourth scroll go in short it looks like there is a a comic book storyline about a fourth scroll going missing when they come to invade Earth to go after Fantastic Four. So it'd be funny as if if as if they did that on purpose and Captain and Captain Marvel as like a nod to yeah, the old comics. That would be nice. I would hope that they could do that. They would do that. I'll have to actually read this article to see. I'm more I'm more inclined to think that it was like eh, people won't notice, <laughs> but that would be sweet if they actually like. You know, it's so deep. <laughs> it's like, oh, man. You'll never find it. Also, if there's a punk band out there looking for a name, the fourth scroll is pretty badass. So, <laughs> right? It's, it's out there. I, I kind of like courtesy wipe. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> courtesy wipe? <laughs> I was telling my wife the other the day. DC. She's like, I need to put the toilet seat up or they're down or whatever. I was like, hey, man, I give it a courtesy wipe, okay? <laughs> man, if I, if, yeah, if, especially if it's explosive right out of the gate. Exactly. I got to flush that down quicker than... <laughs> Have you been following Kevin Smith? He's been like kind of vlogging, vlogging from the, the set of... Uh, is it Mallrats he's making right now? Or no, Jane Bob. Jane yeah, Bob. Yeah, yes. Um, sequel or reboot yeah. or whatever it is. He just added uh, a, a Jason Lee... Uh, with Captain Marvel comic book like cameo, mm-hmm. and this the the it wasn't originally part of the script, and the caption said like, since the MCU made me part of theirs, 
like we're gonna return the favor and it's like jason lee like picking up like a captain marvel comic book and nice. stuff i love it i love the, i love the fandom <laughs> uh you know there's a short period in time i didn't actually even realize he was a nerd like even though oh, i'd yeah? seen wall rats and then uh, i think i was at comic-con it was a long long time ago when i was at comic-con and he was like he's gonna be in this room and i was like why is he here like, huh? what, what, what's going on with him that he's and so big in this in this thing and i was like no no he's you know he's a big nerd and he this and that and and he has his own TV show and that stuff. I was like, what the? Where have I been? <laughs> and then I started watching it and I started listening to his podcast. And I was like, I love this guy again. Like, I fell yep. in love again. Like, I remember I thought I'd originally seen um, Clerks, like, mm-hmm. when it came out. And I was like, I love this movie. And then, like, a subsequent movie is like, oh, this is great. See, it was really weird for me um, when that movie came out. I know, we're the same age, but, like, I, I feel like I wasn't old enough to appreciate it when it came out. Mm-hmm. And... Actually, I, to be honest, I didn't know the movie when it came out, but I had older friends. So this friend was uh, four or five years older than me, and he was like, you got to watch Clerks. And this might have been a couple of years after it came out. Yeah. And he showed it to me, and I think as, uh, like, um, scholastically, I appreciated it. I was like, a guy did this on his own. It was cool. Yeah. But then I, I didn't, I don't think I actually, like, l- like loved it, you know, like, liked it, like, mm-hmm. in an emotional level. Uh, then fast forward to college. Um, and, uh, I don't know if chasing Amy had just come out or it, it came out a couple of years before, but like it, there was some buzz about chasing Amy at that time for whatever reason. And I, I bought it on half.com cause that's how you did movies at that time. So <laughs> oh, no. I had to buy it off half and I watched it. I loved chasing Amy and then I went back and watched clerks and mm-hmm. I'm like, this is brilliant. And then from then on, like Dogma and everything, I was like, I love yeah. all of this, you know. Dogma I, was a great movie. Uh, I just really like Salma Hayek. The order of them. <laughs> you like Salma Hayek? Yeah. He did that uh, movie with Bruce Willis. Oh yeah, uh, the one he like despises. Yeah, the cop, cop out, cop out. Yeah, I, I like that movie. It was fun. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Have you read Kevin Smith's book? Uh, Tough I have shit? not. I've totally want to read it. There's like three chapters about how terrible it is to work with Bruce Willis. So. Yes, I've like, seen like a couple of big giant interviews, and even on the podcast, sometimes he'll go back into it. <laughs> it's just funny, like whoa, whoa. <laughs> to be that vocal about it is yeah. really interesting. Hmm. That's um, true. Like you'd be vocal about someone that you worked with that much. Mm-hmm. And I guess the uh, the woman who was the lead in Dogma. Mm-hmm. There was a similar thing. Like he said, it was she was very difficult to work with, and they never worked. They never worked together since. Yeah, oh, she was in Men in Black. Black. Interesting. She's a lady that is on the uh, at the end that like kind of joins. Okay, she's throughout the movie too. And I don't recognize these other movies. Uh, yeah, looks like acting wasn't kind to her after Dogma. No. And so then from then on, her roles. Uh, I'm not familiar with these movies. But there's like three movies in 2000, one in 2002, and then one in 2009, and that's it. Dang. So I wonder if that blacklisted her. Oh, she's from Philly. <laughs> I, I do like that the last movie there on 2009 says, one more with feeling. Because <laughs> that's the last movie you got on here. I thought that this, for some odd reason, I, I don't know why that this woman in, in Dogma, this what's her name, Linda Fiorentino. Tino? I thought for some odd reason she looked like the curly-haired lady from... from uh, ER. Oh. Uh, I pulled up ER like I'm sure I'm going to be able to find this <laughs> this lady in this giant cast. Like that lady right there. Oh, oh yeah. She's, yeah. Yeah, she's the main character, right? So yeah. she should be down there. Juliana or something. Yeah, but there's been so many characters in that stupid show. It was a, Is that Stamos? Who is that? Where's, no. Stamos was in the show at some point in time. I, I don't Carter. like shows like this. So I I, 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 it was so many it. seasons, though. Yeah. Like it just. I got, I got exposed to uh, all my children. Oh, my God. 
goodness. And then what was the other one? It was like M- M- not Empire, but uh, Days of Our Lives. Days. It was another one of those things. All except, my children. Except it was like they lived in this like mansion, or it's not. But it was like that Victorian all and like <laughs> it was called soap. something like like Victorian something dumb i don't know <laughs> empire i don't know but because of that like it ruined it for any of these shows for me like i can't watch any of these shows anymore yeah even scrubs is like hard for me to watch in friends and oh, stuff I like that scrubs. like i love all the those shows but it's hard for me to just like i was gonna say was you were watching friends on the flight back from orlando it, you know what it is it's like you put on white noise mm-hmm. white, so you can fall asleep that's friends what friends is, white is. Noise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, liter- literally like white noise <laughs> oh yeah somehow in new york we have a group of friends with they are all white yeah it's like, all just <laughs> white people um, the you know interesting thing about Friends now because uh, Friends was originally in like standard four by three, so now that it's on, I don't know if they fixed it, but when it first came out on like uh, sixteen by nine on streaming services, people were seeing like errors that were on the edges of the screen. <laughs> oh wow! Like stand-ins, like a stand-in for Jennifer Aniston that wasn't her, or like people that were just supposed to be like out of frame as eye lines mm-hmm. were now in, and somehow quality control just never caught it when they re-released it like did that they'd have to go back and then remaster or something because of that because that would make that'd be crazy that you see that and you wouldn't see that on like a normal tv yeah you figured it had to well, be they, like, had they had might have been like broke back into the original footage exactly and cut a version of that some lazy dudes like yeah you need to redo this master for stuff for the for netflix yeah okay yeah bye <laughs> oh, my, my family got into uh brooklyn 99 you guys watch okay. that at all? Is it Andy, Andy Samberg? No. Yeah, Sam. I haven't seen it. Oh, my gosh. I I love it. And then like, I brought it to my wife, and it was like a hard sell at the beginning. <laughs> and a then, hard sell. Yeah, because I don't know. I feel like TV shows are a hard sell for my wife that aren't like something that she wants to watch, like Murder, She Wrote. Oh, Lord. But, <laughs> but this, this TV show, and even slapstick stuff, she's not a person that likes slapstick humor, mm-hmm. whether it be like the Three Stooges or anything newer. It's hilarious to like slowly look look over and see her start laughing. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious because Terry Crews is in it, and there's yeah. like a bunch of other goofy characters in it. And while and the Scrubs thing reminded me of it, because the, Scrubs is like a really really funny show that can be touching, mm-hmm. and ER was just like a super depressing Dr- drama drama the entire time what was the one with sandra o in it was that Grey's anatomy maybe well all those hospital shows just made me f- afraid to be in hospitals <laughs> because the entire staff there's too much crap going on in their lives for them to actually be doctors to care like <laughs> sandra o sounds like sarah lee like yeah. that i'm about to like get a cake out of this or something no sandra o, she was she was like the second uh asian american actress so in in um like uh, mm. Asian American culture, like if you're an actor, especially, there's a lot of lingo out there where people are like, "Are you a Margaret or are you a Sandra?" Because like Who's Margaret, Margaret, Margaret Cho, okay. like Margaret's kind of like uh, she's like the down dirty, like you know, like um, I don't know, like street kind of you know Korean yeah. uh, Asian American actress, and Sandra Oh is always like the super American, you know, like, like, <laughs> yeah, she was Canadian. in the hospital show. She grew like, up here. She's, oh, she's from Canada. That's funny, but you know, she's very like. Um, she doesn't like have a lot of stories about being like Korean or anything like that. She's just like this, like I don't know, kind of this almost white regal. Asian girl. Well, yeah, kind of, but she's like more like regal, you know. And Margaret's just like let's let's dig in the dirt and get her done, you know. Like, <laughs> so I don't know. That was that whole. What would Lucy Luby then? Oh, I forgot about her. I can. I don't. What? That's she's, that's an interesting thing to bring up. Why? She's did, a Beverly Asian. I, I would see that because of uh, Allie McBeal. Yeah. Why did she not get brought into this whole thing? Because she was like, there like early on. Yeah. I never thought about that. 
I mean, I think maybe Lucy Liu's done some badass movies that I really like. Maybe Ooh, yeah. though, and she's even isn't she producing? She's I think she's yeah. uh, directing some really cool stuff. I think I don't know. I mean, I don't have a good answer for that. I was gonna say maybe because uh, she always played like an Asian like you know like character type or whatever. But I can't say that that's necessarily true. Like I think she should have been in that whole mix of like Margaret Lucy Liu. Like, I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, a lot of voice acting. Yeah. I might be mistaken, but isn't she mixed as well? Mm-hmm. So maybe that's part of it, too. I heard that she was supposed to be directing or, or something for a new, some I superhero think, comic movie stuff. Didn't she, didn't she produce uh, Elementary? Yeah. She was also in it, apparently. Yeah, she's uh, Sherlock, right? No, she's Watson. Yeah. There you go. A sexy Watson. <laughs> I've watched that. <laughs> it's been like, on for a little bit. I like Lucy. How old is she? Oh, wow, um, 68. She looks good for being whoa, that old. dang, that's almost. And she and she uh she broke the uh, Asian uh, curse of like turning 120 at 60. <laughs> <laughs> Just shrivel up. Oh wait, no, she was born in 1968. Yeah, I yeah, thought you said she was 68 years old. Like holy, no, that moly. would even be no. 51? She'd be 51. Yeah. Still though, look, she looks awesome. Yeah. Ah, I forgot. she was in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I love Chicago. Thank oh. God for women. <laughs> So I never watched that otherwise. Oh, uh, I, just, I love the music in it. So the only set they have are those uh, jail, jail doors. Mm-hmm. Everything else is kind of like your imagination and like a whole ton of dancing. Dang. And lots of legs. <laughs> lots of legs. Mm-hmm. Lots of legs and fishnet stockings. <laughs> like a friend of ours actually was in like a touring show, I think, of Chicago, Jessica Latshaw. She was in that show for a while, and then like this little old lady from her church is like, I heard you're singing in a show. I want to come and buy tickets. And she's like, please don't. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> you just see me talk about killing men and take my clothes off. <laughs> but she's like, where do I sign up? Oh, gosh. We have a, a famous producer that goes to our church. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually produced the X-Men movies that we probably do not appreciate. Oh. <laughs> um, but he's a super nice guy. And he does like a thing every year about christians movies. in the movie industry uh-huh. and uh yeah he goes he kind of goes deep into it and like, it's Chef. just kind of funny to see that kind of stuff where he's like you know these people were in these movies and i'm sure yeah. like my midwest you know, family and friends would have been like <laughs> like well you know they work in the music movie industry yeah. and you know <laughs> i just love this i would love to see that workshop where it's like chapter one ruin a beloved franchise <laughs> make your mark oh <laughs> He's so nice, though. That's what I'm saying. He's up there. He's like a youth pastor. He's like, hey, guys, today we're going to have a good time. We're going to play basketball. First, we're going to ruin X-Men. Oh, He was a producer. (laughs) Then Fantastic Four. He was a producer, though. He wasn't singer, and he wasn't like any of the the script writers. In fact, like he tells a story how, um, you know, in the first X-Men movie, Magneto kind of shoots a dude with a gun, Mm -hmm. and the bullet stops. Yeah. yeah. Like, he actually suggested that. Nice. Like, before, Magneto was just going to start ending people. (laughs) He's like... You know, I think the crowd would actually like to see more as uh, humanity or this or that. Like, mm-hmm. and uh, singer, I guess, was pissed at first, and then like coming back later, he's like, you know what? Actually, that's a really good <laughs> idea. <laughs> what fun. was the X Men movie where it's like the whole first half or first act is Magneto, like when he's a kid, and then it was older. the very first movie. 
when he's in no, the woods with his no, family. No, no, you're talking about oh, um, that was first class. first class, yeah. And then yeah. they wipe his family out, and he freaks the fuck out and just yeah. starts killing everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I actually dug that movie. I, I know a lot of people pa- hate on that shit. I dug that part, but I, I wish like they would have done more of the good things and like less yeah. of the things that made it bad. You know, like yeah. One of the things you did right was cast Ian McKellen as Magneto and Patrick Stewart as Xavier. And then you got rid of it. Like, <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that movie alone, it's just so problematic with me. Like, there's mm-hmm. there's definitely parts of it that I want to like, like mm-hmm. and want want it to do well. But then I want to see this Dark Phoenix movie not suck. I want them to like go cut the crap out of it mm-hmm. to make it a better movie. And out of all note. the shit they have, you know, footage wise. I don't know. Because they watched it and said it was horrible, like the one they watched. Yeah. So I'm, I, I would, I would guess that they're not going to put out something they said it was horrible. I can't think of a single time though where we heard about a bunch of recuts and it turned out well. Yeah. <laughs> and reshoots and cutting and. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they have something for us though. Something oh, that's not going to be like, oh my god, this is so bad. I mean, I think it's going to be garbage. We're still at some point going to see it. Um, yeah. Yeah. At best, I, the only thing I'm hoping for at best is it's kind of like a Venom movie <laughs> where it's not, or, or Aquaman, where I'm like, it's not good, but I have it on while I'm doing other stuff from the point he like acquires Venom on. I, could, I start there and I just kind of like watch at leisure, you know, like in the background stuff, and I enjoy it. I actually yeah. bought it for that. But like, I, I can't see it being like a, oh, they actually did good this time. I, I it just. <laughs> I would love to see an amazing X-Men movie and an amazing uh, Fantastic Four movie come out of Marvel. Yeah. Fan-forced like, Mar- Yeah, fan stick. Um, <laughs> like the screen rant, uh, there was a pitch meeting for that X-Men apocalypse movie. It was like dead on. And, mm-hmm. and it's just, oh my gosh. I don't know what Fox is thinking. I feel like it's Warner Brothers all over again to where they're like, we got this great thing. Let's just make a really shitty story about it. You know, yeah. like I just... I get fed up. I, I almost feel like up. they need some new new blood in there writing. And and also like they they have like they took their strongest things and threw them away. Like again, they proved that they could cast like no one else. Like they mm-hmm. got Olivia Munn as Psylocke. I have never thought of like a more perfect casting for that role. And then they just threw it away. Like she was like a goon again and then a bad person and she just like went away. Well, they also had um Oscar uh Oh yeah, Oscar Isaac. Isaac, there you go. Oscar. Wow. Yeah, as Apocalypse. Yeah, but they made Apocalypse like short. I don't even think that was. I mean, like and I was always making fun of it, but like, grew, and the only time he grew was inside of the minds of when you know uh, Professor X went inside of Apocalypse's mind, or did Apocalypse go into? I forget. It, it was, was a mind it, battle. Yeah, it was, in yeah. like, you know, for months. I'm like, oh man, they totally screwed this whole thing up. Like, yeah, Apocalypse is supposed to be this like epic character. You know, it, man, how can you mess it up? It's it's so easy to just like cop the old stuff. Like, yeah, <laughs> and they got a good actor for it, but yeah. it was an odd casting to me. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I I I don't I didn't think like Apocalypse. Oh, Oscar Isaac. Like, I don't know. I I, I don't no. know who I would have thought though. I would have picked Brolin. <laughs> uh, <laughs> See, I think that would be the closest thing they could have done was get someone who's the spirit of it, who doesn't need, maybe not look like it, yeah. and then pull a Thanos. I think they could have gotten someone that was uh, more um, stoic looking yeah. to where they could make him like more disconnected from not only humanity, but from the mutants themselves, mm-hmm. just being like, I am now just this amazing almost god you know, kind of deal. Right, right. And that would have been more believable. Or but, that dude that played the mummy with... Uh, Brendan Fraser, he was like the I know 
God or something like that. He was a bald-headed dude. Oh, yeah. I can't remember his name, though, but he would have been good as Apocalypse. It would have been really interesting, too, if they had casted like, uh, either an African-American or like dark-skinned actor for Apocalypse. Because he's Egyptian? Yeah, because like... <laughs> I guess in you know in people's heads, including mine, growing up, my, in my head, I'm defaulting like, oh, if Apocalypse wasn't blue or purple, he'd probably he'd probably be white, right? I'm like, <laughs> well, he's Egyptian, so that's not as likely, you know. <laughs> he'd at least be tanned, right? Like, he's like, yeah, but probably dark skinned. Like, like all the pictures, the white, you know, blue eyes, blonde hair, Jesus's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, then you go the other way around, though. Like, I went, remember going into a, like this black church, and they had like black versions of moses and black and mm-hmm. i was like okay like i understand that like they want they want a connection like they're from israel like they're, oh that's right israel <laughs> so gotcha like, but but the actual like, egyptians like are like middle eastern you know like yeah it'd be more i feel like middle eastern yeah depending on it, it depends on how far south i'd mention you go but yeah yeah who knows i don't know i'm not a history buff I don't, <laughs> I no that idea. kind of touches on something like i don't want to talk too much about on here because you know i'm not like a political uh, podcast, but I'm actually just genuinely interested in anybody that wants to comment about this in the comments. We were talking to our friends at Boss Level 8 last night for a couple hours about this. I saw it one way, and Jeff from Boss Level 8 saw it a different way. We didn't agree on it, but we it wasn't like an angry thing. Recently, there's been this like kind of a calling out of white savior movies in Hollywood. So I haven't seen Green Book, so I can't comment personally on it a movie i did see that i found some stuff out about was uh, hidden figures did you see that movie yeah. project p henderson janelle monet so you saw it yeah no? i saw it okay so i guess I like spoilers if you haven't <laughs> seen it i thought it was a great movie um it made you feel good and everything what i didn't know is there's a pivotal scene that's almost the climax where the rocket is launching and kevin costner yeah yeah like demands that taraji p henderson gets to be in the control room to watch that mm-hmm. rocket take off and apparently, she watched it from her desk on TV because she was not allowed in that control room. Yep. And I was like, that's a big difference. Like, <laughs> like, and uh, I would it, say. So Jeff's argument was like, well, it wouldn't have made as good of a movie. And it's like, as big of an impact, I imagine, in the story. My thinking is it, it, to me, it's problematic because it's kind of perpetuating like changing a story to fit like people like people's expectations now mm-hmm. um so it's not telling like a real struggle of the person it was supposed to be about yeah um and then my other defense is i'm not in screenwriting or film or anything so i don't know how this works but i feel like a good writer would have been able to tell a good story without changing that large of a detail like it's one thing to like skip time like maybe it happened in um, a, maybe it really happened in 10 years, but they in the movie it was like a couple of years just for whatever, you know. But like it was almost the point of the movie, you know. Yeah. I was like, that it just doesn't sit well with me anymore. And I can never look at that movie the same way again. Yeah. When I, I heard like, it, I, I felt the same way. I I don't think that people they are doing that on purpose. I think that uh, how we talked last time about Bohemian Rhapsody and mm-hmm. the new um, Elton John. Elton John. Sorry. Oh yeah. So that one I, I'm I'm on board for so far. Yeah. Because they've been billing it as based on a true fantasy. Exactly like, though. Like, but when you go to a movie, we kind of talk about like you want to see like you know a story progress in a certain mm-hmm. way. We're kind of used to, and so they're going to try to write it in a certain way. That mm-hmm. that white dude that was in the Hidden Figures movie apparently doesn't exist. Yeah, like, that character like doesn't exist at all mm-hmm. in real life, and so they wrote him in to kind of progress the story along. Yeah. So like I look, okay, I while I understand their viewpoint. Yeah. 
I don't feel like people are doing it on purpose. I also liked your point of uh, like if they didn't do the white guy brings it, her into the mission control or whatever. Uh, they he doesn't he's not there at all, and it's it's from her point of view. And then when she sees it with her girls in that lunchroom, whatever yeah. on the television, they have a sense of accomplishment there. Yeah, because like yeah, like once again in my head. And not as a screenwriter, I'm just thinking like I'm seeing a scene with Janelle Monae, Octavia Spencer, and Trazi P. Anderson like sitting together, watching the launch on whatever, like from a distance on a TV or something, and being proud of each other. Yeah, and Kevin Costner doesn't need, it, even if they I I don't even have a problem with him being put in the story as a made up thing to progress the story. Yeah, he's just a device. It's just weird that he became like a main character to me, and so like. I would have loved it to like had started focusing on those three, and then it kind of like became a back and forth between Kevin Costner and the, those three. Yeah, and so it it's just weird that they took the pivotal moment and like made it a championing moment for a person who didn't exist. Like once again, it's like I really would have loved to seen like a skilled writing. You know, we're in a town <laughs> which supposedly has like the best screenwriters in the world, right? To like give me emotion without like changing like the point of everything. Yeah, but like. They did get that guy to make sure the science and math was all correct for that movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but that's where they spent their budget, I think. But, like, <laughs> so my thing is, like, if you do want to see movies, though, that, like, are, um, you know, that uh, it, that's the way of uh, being a better movie and stuff, mm-hmm. I think that's completely possible, too. Just call it something else. So I, I brought up the, uh, the example of, like, do you remember The Rose with Bette Midler? That was pretty much Janis Joplin's story, but not really. They made it better for a movie. Mm-hmm. but it, they didn't call it like the Janis Joplin life story, you know, or something. Yeah. And so there was like major things changed that were just a good story with Bette Midler and, and then like uh, dream girls pretty much about the Supremes, you know, yeah. or like girl groups, but obviously some things are changed and stuff. And so, but it was a good movie on its own. And like, I, I think if you want to make like a fictional movie, then just do it. And then in the back of your head, you know, like this is loosely based on something that happened, yeah. but this is a movie about There's something. So else. many movies though. That I would, I straight up bl- would believe that most biopics are practically fiction. I'm starting to understand that now. Um, but like, the reason I brought up the hidden figures thing and even Green Book is it, there's there's so much like a like a political yes thing behind it. And like, especially now and like being a person of color, like it's like okay, we're fighting for this thing. And I know it's baby steps, so I appreciate it. Um, I mean, th- this movie wasn't necessarily like for my upbringing, but like good, good through the first steps, but really weird, unnecessary, th- you know, like mm-hmm. additions I- in the middle of progress. So like, uh, you know, they pointed out like, well, there are other movies that just like did better. You know, they point like Crazy Rich Asians and like, you know, Black Panther and stuff like in Black Panther, there were white characters, but it wasn't like Thor just came in and saved Wakanda by himself. And then like, you're welcome T'Challa. Yeah. You know, <laughs> hmm. well, like. With big budget movies like this, uh, they got so many people. I mean, producers and writers and directors and you know, you know, execs and all these people mm-hmm. like trying to put you. And then you got a real life story. Mm-hmm. I imagine if they would have had that part with her sitting in her booth and watching it from there, that would make that movie a very different movie. Yeah, and I get that, and I, that's that's what I was saying. Like, it, I almost. I mean, let's get who, who am I? I'm just one person, but I would either rather have just been like another story. Yeah. Like, this is Rocket Ship, the movie, or something. I'm just saying, like, yeah. they want it to feel like this way. So they're like, well, how about you write it like this? And how yeah, about, yeah. and then it morphs slowly into something else with this article. And the way that some people would feel is like, you're kind of blaming white people. 
Like, mm-hmm. it's white people's faults because they're doing this on purpose because they yeah. want to feel important. Like, mm, okay. It depends. It, like, I could see, because we all know, like, there's, like, old white guys at the top of, like, a lot of Hollywood oh, yeah, food sure. chains. So that might be possible in, yeah, sure. like, that sense. But as a whole, I, I don't think there's, like, a, like a team. I don't think, like, the Ku Klux Klan is, like, let's rewrite <laughs> the story. Um, I just think, like, it's, like, one of those options of, like... Speaking I, of that, th- there's those two, or, or not those two, Ku Klux Klan and uh, Cookie, I can't remember her name. Uh, Taraji P. Henderson. Yeah, is in a, in a movie coming out soon now. We saw that in, or in the theater, too. Wouldn't it be funny if, like, uh, Scarlett Johansson comes in and is like, come with me. Yeah. <laughs> And it just saves her for no reason. It, to me, it was just, I don't know. I can't speak for everybody else. But for me, it was like story changes like that are just like weirdly unexpected to me. Yeah. Like it's, I don't know. It, it was like, wow, that kind of sucks that they changed like such a huge thing. Like I said, like it's. it's yes, I made the I example of like if somebody wrote a movie on me and the, my whole deal was that I came up with the cure for herpes. But then in the movie, they they made it a cure for cancer. Like, that is a drastic difference in cures. Even then, though, at least the sentiment and the principle is the same. And so, to me, it'd be a little bit... It could be kind of like, you found the cure for one of these diseases, but then they just, like, said Josh did it. (laughs) You know, like... (laughs) And then they created a white man. Yeah. (laughs) To be the device between us. It's just like a lot of stuff. So it's it's the. But same. I am that white man. <laughs> but it's, it's like a similar complaint I have with like X Men and all these other like bad superhero movies. It's like, why did we create another character for this? Like it just yeah. we, there's so many that we just barely shoehorned into. That's kind of what place. I was mad about. Uh, the Gifted, the TV show, The Gifted, because mm. they kind of just like created mutants. <laughs> He's like, we don't have enough. Yeah. Most of those TV shows like that, like Flash, is like that, or. Um, like bad guys. Smallville was like that. We're like just creating. Yeah, it's kryptonite everywhere, and it's the kryptonite that's making these people like this. You're yeah, right. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Need more people? And eh, there's we found some more kryptonite, and they made more bad guys. Yeah. Like, they're all bad guys practically. Why is Superman the good guy, or why is Flash the good guy, right. and everybody this, else is bad guys? This is a weird church. <laughs> I know we we're talking about Keanu earlier. Uh, did you see the the Bill and Ted's thing? I didn't get to watch the video, but I saw that that they are officially announcing it, so I'm pretty stoked. I went to go watch this thing or whatever we're looking at here, yeah, and I fell into a rabbit hole of Keanu interviews, <laughs> and then by the time I was, I realized that I was watching. It was like seven hours later, <laughs> so <laughs> I never got to actually see what the hell that's about. I actually love like watching his interviews though. Like he's so, oh, it was like, freaking hilarious. And like, have you ever seen him uh, when he prepared for John Wick and whatnot? He is like oh the gun stuff. Yeah, he's like a badass. Like it, he really gets into his roles, man. I mean, he, he he even in the old Matrix stuff. I mean, that was him doing a lot of the stuff, you know. And I know the, we used to, yeah, we used to, you know, make fun of him a long time ago. But like, I mean, he uh, he has stunt actor. guys. He's not going to do everything. But and the original uh, death is going to be back. Yeah, I, the guy that played death. I didn't know William Sadler or anything specifically, but like, I'm glad that like, if the character's coming back, the actor's coming back too mm-hmm. with them. I did see them like together in front of an amphitheater or yes, whatever that that's was. That's when they announced it. Him and was it Bill Winters? Is that his name? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then the they were both guy. like going excellent, whatever. Supposed to be about their kids, apparently. That would make sense because you know it'd be kind of weird to see them trying to be them, yeah, f- 
10 years, 20 <laughs> years ago. I don't think, I, I think they could still do it because we've watched like Keanu Reeves continue to be Neo for the last 15 years. Uh, like Rufus is now Santa Claus. Oh, sad. It's just so sad. Yeah, just George said Carlin. His name. George, George Carlin, I love that dude. And he was, you know, he made those movies too. For sure. Mm-hmm. Station. Remember, uh, remember the Bill and Ted cartoon series? Yeah. Yes. Wasn't that split up between two different studios, too? It's so long ago, I don't know. I think I've only known that show as a kid. Someone correct me. I think one of the seasons went to one studio slash TV station, and another season went to like another TV station. Wasn't it the WB? And, like, thing? and I think they don't necessarily like fit together, so it was like really <laughs> confusing. But I loved that show when I was a kid. Because it looks like Animaniacs. It is... Hannah uh, Rivera. Yeah, for, and then the second one was Fox. Yeah, it was a really bizarre. That's weird that they got three seasons. Holy though, crap, I forgot they had more than... Because was the second movie Bogus Journey? Yes. Mm-hmm. They had two movies. Great Adventure? Or no, that's Six Flags. I wonder if they're going to have to do some <laughs> kind of like mom jokes between their dads again with their... Oh, yeah, that's the, funny. I actually... <laughs> speaking of these cartoon series, I miss this era in the 90s, like late 80s, early 90s, where they took... They were like trying to make kids... Uh, part of every property yeah so bill and ted not necessarily for kids but they police made academy. a cartoon show police academy roseanne Barr had a cartoon little juice Ro- little rosie beetle i have that bookmarked on my youtube thing to like watch episodes of i love that show that was a great show cartoon yeah do you remember little rosie the roseanne I Barr? think like vague. Mm. it was basically muppet babies with like little chubby white kids i do remember that um i don't remember any specific episodes i remember kind of digging it um but man that what things that don't age well, you know, like remember Charlie Sheen. <laughs> Speaking of things that don't age well, but kind of going full circle back to like one of the earlier topics, we were talking about a Mortal Kombat like you know connected universe. Mm-hmm. There's a character that happened like after I kind of fell out of Mortal Kombat, and I'm now I've been discovering the last couple of years since I've been back. Uh, is named Kenshi, and uh, oh, is he the blind one? Yeah, that is definitely Keanu Reeves. No one else can play him. Have you have you seen? Mm, um, you look at this character, and you're like, no one else can play him but Keanu Reeves. <laughs> oh, like, you're right. Like, like, look at this character. Like that, that has like, to be. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like the guy that does Daredevil could do it. It's like yeah. if John Maybe Wick was in Baby Bird, whatever like, that movie was. With the, it looks like they modeled it after Keanu Reeves. Like, <laughs> yes, I would agree with that. What was that movie that that people meme the crap out of with the headband? World Bird Box. Bird Box. Oh gosh! <laughs> yeah. if this was like the male version <laughs> like, of Bird Box. Even like like this and like it, you you put that against um like a picture of Keanu Reeves in the Matrix when he goes blind. Okay. And it like <laughs> oh, it, yeah. it's almost exactly the same. Like yeah yeah Kenshi from Mortal Kombat definitely sure looks put, like there they are yeah. Yeah, uh, wait, people. Wait, I was gonna oh, say yeah, I'm that, sure somebody put pictures together that, and they did that second row on the second yeah like that that one like it's, oh the picture from uh when he in the third matrix movie when he has the blindfold on yeah that, that they already have the wardrobe they just gotta pull that out of storage <laughs> so <laughs> weird and everything <laughs> so anyway keanu you still have another decade if, if mortal Kombat makes a successful extended universe then uh you're you're you, you could like leave john wick or like close john wick out <laughs> you have like the matrix john wick and now mortal Kombat is kenshi I just I can already hear his like response. It's like, hey, oh, dude. Dude, what do you think about this movie? He's like, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Someone photoshopped uh, Chris Pratt as Johnny Cage. I'm sold now. Oh yes, that's amazing. Dang, oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I would have loved Johnny Cage to be John Claude Van Damme though. Wouldn't like, it? Yeah, instead of Guile. At least back when. <laughs> that is kind of ironic though that they 
like Jean-Claude Van Damme was a universal soldier was supposed to be the game that Mortal Kombat was and then Mortal Kombat went on and parodied Jean-Claude Van Damme and then Jean-Claude played Guile as a competitor <laughs> like, it's such a weird universe that's a, that'd be a cool interview like with the people that are inter- intertwined with like that Terry Crews would be Jax that's that would make it that's the one that's, the, I that's the street I approve yeah I'm going down these pictures. Of people just people just <laughs> suggesting. Oh, Kenshi, that like that looks awesome. Oh yeah, wow, yeah. That's is that from that Ronin movie that he did? Maybe. No, it looks like someone just painted. It, or it looks something. like John Wick, the bottom of his face. It looks yeah, it looks like that Ronin movie or like movie. yeah, Seven Samurai. <laughs> oh wow, is this a whole list? And maybe it is. Oh maybe that is awesome. That, Terry, that sold me. That Terry Cruz's Jacks. We need to start a petition. Terry Cruz's Jacks hashtag. It. Who's this? That's, I mean, that's a great katana, whoever that is. Gal Gadot. Oh, oh my God. Yes. Katana? <laughs> yes. Of oh, my God. Yeah. Dude, I just I just got a half. Like, <laughs> holy shit. Like, that's amazing. Yeah, let's do it. I'm sold now. All right. Wait, okay, who are we? Shao Kahn. The, the Rock. Rock. Rock is Shao Kahn? You know what? I'm not mad at it. Even though... As long as he never takes off his mask. Yeah. <laughs> Which is impossible. <laughs> because you know how those... Is that Ronda, Ronda Rousey? Yeah. yeah. I see. Well, I, so this that makes make sense. more sense, yeah. Well, because Ronda Rousey is actually the voice of uh, Sonya Blade in Mortal Kombat 11. Hmm. That was the big announcement. Yeah. I could see her do that. Um, and it's funny because she even said, like, as a kid, she played Mortal Kombat and she had, like, worked her whole life to become Sonya. So now she literally is. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I could, I could buy that. I don't know if she has the legs for it. Not yeah. like strength wise. I'm just saying, like Sonya is usually a tall girl. Mm-hmm. And, I'm gonna uh, put this pick these pictures in the uh, in the show notes too for you guys to check out. These pictures are yeah, freaking yeah. epic. I would watch the heck out of this. That I mean, I'm sold on this movie. Whoever did this, wait, who did say? Uh, I'm reading the comments. Mad Mickelson uh, should be in this. Oh, he doesn't say like expand this uh, Mads Mickelson one. Uh, okay. Let's see somebody replied like as, as who? who? Oh. So who would Mads Mikkelsen play in the Mortal Kombat movie? I don't know. Maybe like Raiden. You know, even though, like, I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd be down for it, even though Raiden should be a Japanese exactly, person. Exactly. But or like, Japanese or like Chinese person. But yeah, he'd be the Christopher Lambert. Yeah. <laughs> Mortal Kombat's a good property to be inclusive, like uh, not just my minorities, like everyone. So like it, yeah. could, it could work. I actually just want Dave Coulier to play Striker. And then every time like he pulls a good grenade out, he also goes, cut it out. <laughs> And then throws the grenade. That's a good casting, though, because when I was a kid playing Striker in Mortal Kombat 3, I always thought that was Dave Coulier. Like, <laughs> I was just joking. Because he looks That's like hilarious, he, he, he's got like a dad bod, and he's the backwards hat, and he's like, you know, blonde hair and stuff. He's also a cop in a Mortal Kombat game. Yeah. It was, it was, he was so panned at the time, but like, I, I still dig it over like some of these other new characters. Almost all these characters, though, are from like godlike dimensions. So really, at the end of that, doesn't matter. I want Drax to be Baraka, the guy that played Drax. Oh, oh Batista to play Baraka. He's a little big for it, but sure. Yeah, Baraka like, wasn't that muscly. Um, I, I, so I guess in that case, it'd be fair for Raiden to be whoever is the best part. I, I couldn't be too too upset about it. The only reason that like I see like a Chinese or Japanese person in my head is because of Big Trouble in Little China. Like it, it just I like it just looks like Raiden. Like. Mm. <laughs> But it definitely, yeah, Katana can, she's, she's open to interpretation. Whatever serves a story. And that's. I want to see the, uh, like, Mortal Kombat being, like, all my children. (laughs) I do not. Remember how (laughs) they did, like, friendship and, like, 
Babality and yeah. all the all the different endings. That was to make fun of like the government for starting up the rating system. It'd be oh yeah yeah yeah. It'd be funny if they like did like Scorpion and and Sub Zero or like Neighbors. Mm. Well, there, there's that YouTube series I watched called it, it's uh, I think it's uh, Dorkley does it. It's oh called, yeah, yeah, it's called Get Over Here and it's a sitcom between Sub Zero and Scorpion as roommates. Nah. Yeah, like I want to see odd couple. I want to see some stupid thing like that. That'd be hilarious. So like or yeah. Robot Chicken that up see that's what's really stupid I'll, I'll i'll end my comments on this what's really stupid is dorkley has done these like little stupid animated things with the uh the, the mortal Kombat sprites um as like sitcoms like little like comedic things that are better than like the dc <laughs> universe and like the mortal Kombat universes they try to create before like there was a christmas special they did with the mortal Kombat characters that actually got me a little emotional Hmm. And it was so. St- it was like the character sprites in their spandex, yeah, like cutting each other's heads off, and then like doing the Grinch thing where they like go around the Christmas tree and sing, and then like light up the tree and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's like really touched right now. Like, <laughs> and like Sub Zero like sprays the tree with snow. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny what we get touched by. You know, you see Kevin Smith crying all the time, <laughs> kind of yeah. stuff. But like, even I was like, there's that that how it should have ended, which is like just a funny little cartoon thing. And it was the the end game trailer. Okay. It was the end game trailer, and it was like everyone's knocking at the door, like "Let me in!" Like kind of all the X Men are there, mm-hmm. like "Yeah, come on in!" And like, "Oh, this is fun!" And then it gets to like Donnie, and then you realize he lost all three of his brothers and his dad. Oh. And he's like there, and he's like, "I lost my family. Will you let me in?" And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I'm literally <laughs> tearing just up. Start tearing up. Who's Donnie? Donatello. Oh God! I yeah, got turtles. You can't bring. I get too emotional with the turtles. Those movies, those live-action stupid movies, I love them so much. I feel not, like not the Michael Bay ones. I feel like it's a real Ninja Turtles are a real like connection with brothers, like for yeah. real. Because I have two brother brothers, mm-hmm. and we are all like, I'll tell you, we're all different. Marcus is Raphael, like straight <laughs> up. Like I'm obviously Leo because I'm the oldest, and then Michael, my my middle the uh, middle between, is just the goofball. <laughs> so he's know. Michael. Yeah, exactly. He's Mikey. He's I call Mikey. him Mikey. Yeah, I never thought about that. I got to ask my brother who each of us might be. Because my brother and I, like, we really didn't really get along until after both of us had finished college. I think we both were like, oh, yeah, we were both kind of jerks. All right. <laughs> we absorbed the wrong things from our parents. I don't know who I'd be either. <laughs> I mean, I lost my temper a lot, so maybe Raph. Maybe. And I wear red all the time now. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I'm, I might end up being Raph too, I guess, because... My brother is either Donatello or Leonardo, and my cousin Greg. We're only like fifteen days apart, so pretty much our entire lives we were together. He's probably Leonardo or Donatello as well. But his favorite was Michelangelo, and my favorite was Raphael. So he'd be mad if I didn't say something about Mikey. <laughs> that also that like the nineties, man. Like there was something about the palette swaps that just really did it. You know, Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles, uh, mm. the Mortal Kombat ninjas, and Surf stuff. Ninjas. Like I, just being able to like identify like a personality to like um like a palleted color yeah like I don't know it's kind of interesting no red's angry yeah well, yeah you even got uh, blue lanterns you know they're well, aren't they the lanterns of hope yeah they don't do too much in the universe <laughs> I do lanterns are hilarious like that though because there's like giant weird looking aliens that are mm-hmm. lanterns and stuff mm-hmm. so like and there's like a giant dog <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see DC do a crazy lantern thing. Ooh, can we petition uh, DC to replace the DCEU with Corgi versions of all the superheroes? Just just Welsh Corgis, though. Like, 
the only Welsh corgis. <laughs> I think we could be inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> There's side characters and villains, right? Like, I don't want to know half-breeds. They all have to be <laughs> Welsh corgis, damn it. Inbred? Oh, extremely inbred. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I would watch. I would watch like Batman v Superman if they were both corgis. Somebody do that. I've seen worse. So, no, it, that sound actually literally sounds better than the movie I saw. <laughs> like if you took two corgis and dressed them as Superman and Batman, and then let them play and or fight for about an hour or two. Not fight like fight fight, but like you know, Just Josh pl- Brown play fight um, for like an hour and a half to two hours. I think that would be genuinely better experience than Batman vs. <laughs> Superman. Gosh. Have you seen uh, that uh, Shazam is getting really, really good reviews? Yeah. Yeah, because the early screenings have already started. Yeah. We, think- our buddy Max let us in and said it was a great movie. Yeah. We told him to shut up because we didn't <laughs> want to hear anything. We were also, at, if, if you go to Burbank 16, mm. uh, they have the Shazam uh, costume there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, and the uh, Billy Batson costume? Yeah. yeah. The, little, the kids' costume. Outfit. I posted <laughs> yeah. it on my Insta. I think um, I did see it on your Insta. Yeah. I love your Insta. I watch it. I like, <laughs> I I like my Insta, cool too. <laughs> Every, it's everything I, I'm looking at at the time. <laughs> Sometimes it's myself. <laughs> well, I like looking at you, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I'm, and uh, there's so many articles going back and forth, obviously, about that one. I could really see that one turn around the DCEU. And maybe not like continue the storyline, but at least give us hope for the future. I want to see a good style, yeah. I'm going to be cautiously optimistic. Like I'm going to go in expecting to just have fun like I did with like Venom or something. Yeah. And then if it ends up like fixing everything, awesome. If it I'm, doesn't, then I had a good time at least, you know. They already got me with the outfit. Like this this podcast is called Yellow Spandex. They went for the yellow span or the red spandex, but the And this know, is exactly the, the Shazam we want to see on screen is what we remember in the comics, you know? Mm-hmm. So and hell yeah. It's it's definitely gonna be a way lighter tone, obviously. More fun, not dark, mm-hmm. not you know, and I feel like that was their problem or main, one of the major problems is they went like, you know, Zack Snyder, you know, three hundred, all those dark it's like actual physically looking dark movies, Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Dark, yeah. Like I saw somebody like color corrected on the internet. Oh yeah, super bright. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, the, I actually feel better. Yeah, like, it, it, watching it. this. Movie. And then like Patty Jenkins took notes for Wonder Woman. Uh huh. Because exactly. you, you see like that island for the first time, you're like, there's color here. Yeah, uh, vibrance. <laughs> Look what? At that. In a superhero mm-hmm. movie, hope. What? And that's another thing too. I know they they darkened up her armor a little bit, but mm-hmm. Wonder Woman was in red, white, and blue. You know, yeah. like. And it was fine. We didn't need to like put like black leather on her and like pretend she wasn't Xena. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> want her to go full like star spangled underwear or anything. But uh-huh. I would kind of <laughs> wished it was a little bit more long. Right. We were talking to a friend Mark Gray, who's Professor Puppet, and um, he was saying like he kind. I th- I don't. I forget if he said this or he was just implying it, but he kind of like liked the you know, the black leather and all that stuff. And I was like, but see, the thing is, for for comic book fans, like most of us, I think we just we want to see what we saw in the comic books, like as a much visually colorful as characteristically colorful cast and everything. And he, he was saying, like, he went to go see an exhibit here in L.A. where they had like the Infinity War costumes. He was like, oh, they were all black. I'm like, uh, either you don't see well or they changed it because that's not how it was. Like that, it, it, he was pointing at Captain America. He's like, oh, it was all like he had a star ripped off and everything. Like, I mean, he was dirty. Yeah, because he'd been like a vagabond for like four years or something. Now it was black but, under the star because Velcro, mm-hmm. but um, there you could see the white stripes and the yeah, blue still, and the yeah, red, yeah. He, and it was dirty or whatever. But still, but he, Iron Man was still like you know metallic red <laughs> and yellow and everything. Like, <laughs> and Vision is a big green and purple. Yep, 
like Android. the only time he was black is when he died mm-hmm. or he was, was gray white yeah. yeah and that was like a little callback like the cream colored uh, vision is the one i remember mostly yeah i just remember that uh sega game the avengers game and yeah, he's he he's all white in that yeah. oh that's the arcade game yep that's the avengers arcade game so the next uh, episode is you pull up whatever comments there are and like kind of go through yeah. any like talking points and stuff that might sure. be a good thing give shout outs to whoever dropped comments at least yeah, yeah. i True. can tell you that i haven't been doing a good job of looking at comments so we'll <laughs> fix that for the next one yeah i think there's brandon dropped a couple um oh, Dust Dust oh yeah i think she yeah she dropped a couple i haven't like seen like some of the talking points especially with this one because we presented like quite a few like uh talking points and opinions so it's just interesting seeing what people are thinking yeah well, guys, we love you. Yeah. Please subscribe. Do all those good things. And come back and listen to some more yellow spandex. Let us know what you thought of Shazam, because it'll have it'll shortly be coming out once you hear this. That's yeah. right. Don't well, forget to follow uh, RKVC. That's right. And Bands Love. Peace out, guys.